Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. I wanted to, we wanted to share something with you today because uh, the last six to eight months of our lives have been very interesting. And uh, every time I share this with one of my friends, I had a good friend here from New York And we just sat around kind of talking about life and I just started sharing about really the last like six to eight months of our lives and what's been opening up. And he, he left today and he was like, Oh my God, thank you so much for that conversation yesterday. That really just opened up a lot of things for me. So, um, you know, when we, when we're training people, the, the, I hate to call it a formula or process, but one of the, we, we call it the awareness effect. And it's, uh, without getting too much into it, it's we're, we're training people on how to be able to work with their awareness and shift it into different areas. And so where most people's awareness lives and has lived for as long as they can remember, it's kind of in this place in their head, either like be- behind their eyes, and people point to kind of like the, the middle of the brain uh, and it's just sitting up there watching, perceiving through your eyes, through your ears, through your mind. And when we <clears> – <throat> when awareness is trapped there, then we can only have really one perception of our reality and that is through our very familiar five senses. Uh, and guys shared something with me the other day um, that makes you realize that you don't even hear um, that in fact your your brain and mind is the one that's hearing, which was insane. I'm not going to go down that path now. So as we use this awareness effect, the, the first place, you know when we we have an emotional intelligence mastery, academy basically with with three technically four but let's just say three levels for now and the first level is this understanding we help people shift their awareness for the first time ever out of their mind 
And when we do personal development, and we've been doing personal development for a very, very long time, uh, the mind is still the one doing personal development. So you're basically feeding awareness where it's at, giving it more information, giving it new tools so that it can manage your life, it can help you get around certain things or overcome certain things. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's still very much awareness up here doing all that work. And so in level one, we really train and, and help people shift out of this for maybe the first time ever so that they can experience what life is like when awareness is not sitting dab smack in the middle of their head. And it's a, it's a very powerful and eye-opening experience. And then at level two of the program, awareness effect now shifts from being out here into being able to be stabilized in here. And when I say in here, for those that can't see, uh, I'm pointing to the body. So awareness will shift out of mind and into body. And that's the level two of the process of the awareness effect. And then level three of the awareness effect is where it can get really, really interesting. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is where you can hold a certain percentage of awareness within the body. And then you can place this other percentage of awareness literally everywhere, you, anywhere you want. And <clears throat> when awareness is moved into the body, something very interesting happens, and that is people begin to spontaneously heal. Heal things uh, that have been trapped in there for a very, 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 very long time. And in doing so, dream jobs show up, dream opportunities show up, uh, relationships that were impossible or you couldn't see how they were ever gonna be fixed or changed spontaneously change and it is all because you're undoing these these blockages of energy in your system or not you awareness is actually releasing these things and bringing healing into the body and as these things get released you you learn through our process how to actually be with them and accept that which is being released and being shown to you and in that process it's Instead of personal development being this very linear thing where you have to work on something and work on something and work on something to produce the result, the experience that many of our clients share is this feeling of almost jumping to a different timeline in which in this new timeline, all the things that their mind, because this is where awareness was, trying to sit and figure things out, all of those things are no longer there. So it's not like you have to figure your way out of it. There's just that problem, that circumstance, that situation no longer exists. So it was about a year ago, um, we were talking to our mentor and we really began to realize that we can shift this awareness onto anything. And one of the things that we really wanted to see what would happen is if we moved this awareness and just held it on our business, held it on our finances. And wouldn't you know, uh, in the same way that it went into healing our, our bodies and releasing emotional traumas and helping us be in states of peace and well-being that we never dreamed possible, 
it started to do the, the exact same thing to our business. Uh, and when I say that, I really want you to get, because I really want to make this clear, that doesn't mean that like we put it on and everything began to like flourish and bloom. In fact, it was quite the opposite. Um, because this awareness effect, what it does is it basically releases all that which no longer needs to be there. So all the things that you've been carrying since you were three years old, four years old, five years old, six years old in your system get released as you go through this process. Likewise, can I, in our business. Can I say it yeah, in a slightly different way? Um, I, I just want to say more like um, maybe so it's a little bit more on the court for everybody. It's like the 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 effect of awareness or the awareness effect is that it brings you to a point of neutrality. Okay. Now ask anybody in any field that they're in, and they will often say it's when they, you, you know, you find the center or you surrender. I don't remember who I was just having a conversation with about this. Uh, if you know what zero point energy is that Einstein theorized many years ago that today is used for healing, it's at this point of zero, at this center place, at this point of neutrality, that uh, everything just seems to magically coalesce. But that could not necessarily mean that everything, like Elon said, just starts working. It could mean that like things that you've been holding on to for 10, 20, 30 lifetime, you know, along with you that really isn't serving needs to fall away and get rid of, even though you might be attached to it and think that it's yielding you results, perhaps there's something so much bigger out there waiting for you because that frequency is still in a path that you know, uh, in, in these kind of like loops that you know, this is how you create success and stuff like that. And again, there's something so much bigger on the horizon. And so it, it might be both. It might be like, oh, okay, I get, I don't have to have these difficult programs in my life anymore, these difficult things happening. But at the same time, those difficult things were attached to very successful ways of being for you perhaps as well. And so that might fall away. And as that starts falling away too, there's you know, like fear is a natural thing, like a worry, a nervousness that may arise in the system as you kind of peer down this barrel of the unknown. However, for anybody who's ever been courageous enough to stand in a place in their lives and, and look at something that's unknown, whether it's a relationship that ended or a career that they left or, you know, they go on a, a journey of self-discovery by traveling, you know that it is. It's this juxtaposition of both like excitement and nervousness and fear that all kind of coalesces and lives together, but something really magical happens from that point of nexus. And so that's where we're like, we want to learn how do we apply that in every moment of every day of our lives or as consciously as we can, as often as we can in our lives so that we're always at nexus where the most amount of potential energy and possibility lives for you. And we want to get, we can only get through that by beginning to become aware in such a way that allows for the programs that are like these fundamental beliefs in your system, even if they're super subtle or subconscious to get awareness and actually give them space to, um, be released and transformed and then be released and transformed and then be released and transformed so that we can start experiencing this um, acceleration or this spontaneity or a magic or possibility, whatever you want to call it. But it really is just a cultivation over time of living more and more of your time and more and more and more of your awareness at the point of neutrality, which just allows more and more things to occur in your life. Yeah. So as we move this awareness effect, that's what's in essence happening. It's this, this shedding of that which no longer is here to serve you. Much like when you cut your finger uh, or you break a bone in your body, how your body has this very intuitive 
ability to just heal itself. It's not like you're sitting there trying to make it heal, right? It's doing that all on its own. The awareness effect is very, very similar. It will allow you to just have these uh, releases that happen on their own. And as they're released, it's like more intuition, more power, more ability to sit in states of peace and well-being. And I know, as I'm sure many of you guys know, that when we're in states of feeling under pressure, when we're in states of like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. It's never about the action that we take. It's always about the energy behind the action. So if we're in that state of panic, worry, lack, overwhelm, we end up creating more of that to live into. Whereas on the flip side, if you're in a relaxed, peaceful, aligned state, you're going to create a lot more of that. And so once we've had years and years and years of practice of this, doing this internally, we began the game of, okay, let's hold some awareness here and then put this other awareness on our business and put this other awareness on our finances. And what arose is very similar to what was happening in our systems, which is everything that no longer was there to serve us and help us reach new levels became very, very clear and like came up to the surface in, in fast, <laughs> uh, unpredictable and at times unnerving pace. Luckily, we had done enough of this work to be able to be with it and see it for what it was because it could be, <laughs> you know, I'm looking back and I'm like, it would have been very easy to look at everything that was happening and just think that our business was absolutely falling apart and like it was scary and like we needed to stop and nothing was working. Right, bro? Yeah, well, yeah, and, and to interject on that too, you know, I think part of my confidence to go through that something like that today that's that unnerving is like uh you know we built a community and a team around us to, to support us right so i know just like a like when a boxer gets into a ring right like everybody's invested in that victory like all the people that are standing in the corner like that person winning is everybody's winning and so like everybody is connected to this person becoming a champion or a winner of some kind and like honestly we all kind of need that in our lives we need it's very useful to develop a support system right most of us we don't really have a support system we have people that we go kind of like complain to and and inadvertently that complaint gets into the, like the bloodstream of our support system. And then that complaint gets circled back to us and loops back on us and actually uh, traps us more. We don't create practices because we don't know how most of us just don't know how Elon and I certainly didn't know how, even with all our wealth of knowledge and the personal development space, mindset, psychology, ontology, like I still didn't quite know how to develop a support that was not me sitting around with a bunch of friends trying to assess what's going on and figuring out how to do it better. Like, how do I actually support my nervous system? How do I actually support my energetic body? And when you have that, it really is like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, there are challenges. Like, you know, I don't care how spiritual you are. Life, <laughs> life is life. Life is going to come at you with some stuff that you just can't plan for. And of course, that's going to scare you right out of your pants, right? And that that's the thing, like developing the confidence that, okay, like, yeah, okay, there is this fear arising in my system. There's this maybe even shock or terror that's happening there. 
and that's not new. This is all the same stuff you've been experiencing as a child. But for most of us, we we like we don't even know where we have those aspects of ourselves because these protective aspects of ourselves, subconscious programs, call them whatever you will, are so strong and so deeply lain in our body. It's such a, a knee-jerk response that most of the time we're just in avoidance of what's actually going on. We just go right into our success formula. It automatically takes some action and does things. And then life becomes predictable again. Because you know when you do that, they respond this way. Life responds this way. You know the challenges that are going to come out of that. You may not like them or you may like it. This, you know, you may be on both sides of it. You may like it. You may not like it. But it's familiar to you. And so you start kind of like relaxing because you're like, okay, I know these challenges. I can deal with these challenges. But it still is within the confines of this life that you created, which might be really, really small. Might be big, might be small, but it's still like it's a size of life that you're, you know, and you're familiar walking that path. So it's like your programs are as quickly as possible trying to like make life the size that it's comfortable with. But that also takes all the potential possibility off the table. And it's like there's some magic in when you get knocked down in life, not having to be. And this is I'm telling you from personal experience, like I have been the Rocky Balboa, you know, like take it on the fucking chin, get right back up and then Drago nails you and hits you down again. Right. And something I really learned over these last few years is like the patience to stay down. I know that that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but honestly, most of spirituality is really counterintuitive to what we've learned. And the reason I say stay down is because it's like, why would I get up if I haven't resourced myself again? If I haven't learned what this knockdown was here to teach me? And when I've learned that, then getting up is like getting up into a whole new world. I'm no longer boxing the same match. I'm no longer fighting the same fight. It's a completely different thing that I now need to discover and also adds an element of excitement to it because it's like, again, for anybody who's ever gone on an adventure, I just moved into a new home. Like you, when you do something novel, you can you can literally feel your neural pathways excited. You can literally feel how everything every day you wake up and it's exciting and setting this up and, you know, like getting back into that settled place and, and all this kind of stuff. So back to my initial point, when you have a team that can help you respond not through a mental aspect or understanding but help your body and your energetic system go through this experience and so that something that was fearful gets healed reintegrates back into your system and now your threshold of what creates fear in your system or terror in your system completely changes and so your ability to take risks your ability to manifest because of course now your energetic field and this is kind of where we're going with all this is like you're just your your output signature from your body from the subconscious part of you that's always emitting this frequency is so different that life has no choice but to show up differently it's not even a i hope it shows up differently it doesn't have a choice you are at the at the source of it showing up differently and it becomes so clear that that's what's going on that now when you start taking your lumps yeah, there's fear. Don't get me wrong. But there's also immediate excitement because you're like, oh, I can't wait to integrate this experience because I know, again, life is going to respond. This organic hologram that we call reality is going to shift so dramatically for me. And it's always for the better. It's like life. Life wants abundance for you. Like the yeah. universe wants to gift you. It wants, it's an infinite expanse of potential energy. There's no scarcity in that realm. There's only scarcity in the conditioned mind. And so we cannot support ourselves by doing work on the conditioned mind that's already show, so sure of a life that's separate and scarce from everything. 
And so the awareness is what allows you this awareness effect or the effect of awareness is what allows you to connect to this universal mind, this, you know, spirit, God, call it what you will. And over there, there's no lack. There's omnipresence. Yeah. There's, um, um, you know, omnipotentiality uh, just waiting to respond to a healthier field, if you want to call that, or to a, like a higher frequency field. And when you do that, you're, you know, life is ultimately just going to get more, more easy and relaxed for you. Yeah. So, you know, back to the, the business thing, like as we place this energy, this awareness on to business, all of these ways that we had, our business just turned 10 years old. No. We're 10 and a half. 11 years old. Almost. Um, no, no, almost 10 years old. Yeah. 11, we're 10 and a half. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, but at that time we, we had basically just turned 10 years, right? And so you can imagine that 10 years ago who Guy and I were, uh, were very, very different beings, uh, who our business was, who we were attracting into our business. Everything was very, very different. And the systems that we had in place were still some of them from that time, right? Like old programs that were in place. And so as you're trying to grow, the only way to grow a business is to have a strong, strong foundation. The only way to grow your abundance, your personal abundance and wealth is through a strong foundation. Because if the universe were to give you more money on a shaky foundation, all of it's going to go bye-bye. And it's actually going to set you back even farther because it's going to put you in a worse situation than you were originally. And so that's what started to become very, very clear to us. It's this, the, the cracks in the foundation, if you will. And I'm talking about cracks from the way that we were operating uh, with each other, the way that we were operating in, in the finances of our business, um, how the team was structured, how the team was paid, all of these different things. And again, like, it was very, very uncomfortable. Like, we, we had a few months there that were, uh, very, very difficult. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but basically at the end of all of it. So we went through this six month thing. We went into this month that felt combustible. <laughs> it was like, it's like someone lit a fuse and either this was going to be a dud or the bomb was going to go off. Like that's kind of what it felt like. And Because of all of the training that we have done and because of all the support that we have, right? Like when we were freaking out and we were having all these moments, we weren't going into a world of trying to figure our way out of this. We were actually leaning into it and going, oh, okay, so here's this experience that's here to show me. What is it here to show me? Wow, notice how desperate. I feel inside. Notice how terrified I feel inside or how angry and frustrated this is making me. And then instead of trying to figure it out on our own, we would sit with ourselves, with our team, with coaches and mentors that we hire. Like we just had constant, constant, constant support to help us rebalance our systems internally to deal with what was happening out here. As all, as we're doing all of this work, the universe in its own way was already orchestrating some magical things 
what we don't understand as humans is we can't see how long something's going to take and we can't see what the result like what the joseph campbell like right the hero's journey when you're watching a movie you know the arc you know some guy or some girl is going to face with adversity they're going to have to go through some challenges they're going to win this prize or gift or serum or something and then they're going to come out and share it with the world like that's every movie that you've ever seen that's the thing it follows and this is what happens in our lives which is why we relate to it so deeply but where you know as a movie it's like okay it's two hours long it's two and a half hours long i know at some point this shit's going to turn around like as bad as it is it's going to turn around they're going to win and and i'm but in your own life you don't because no one's standing there and going, all right, John or Sally, you know, we got 15 more minutes. You got two more rounds. You got like, there is no. And so when we're in it, it's like, this is the worst thing. I'm going to die, etc. So Guy and I didn't know when this was going to end. But like everything else, we were certain that at some point when we'd done the work, things were going to shift and we didn't need to figure out how to shift our way out of it. We just needed to be with it. And what I want to share as the, the punchline to all of this is that in about a three week period, we went from the worst financial situation our company was by numbers ever in to the best financial situation our company has ever been in literally in a span of three weeks. I mean, like, basically from, if I can, I'll just give you the, the gist of it, basically from five figures to seven figures in a span of three weeks. Now, if I sat with you and I was like, hey, listen, how do you get a business from here to here? Your mind is going to go into all the places of like trying to figure it out. What do we do? How do we do? How many clients do we need to do? What do we need to promote? How do we need to, Right. All of it, though, would be from a state of what? What would be the energy behind that action? The energy behind that action would be panic, would be worry, would be scarcity, would be terror, death. None of which are going to create the result that you want. And we were clear on that. We were like, listen, nothing that we're going to generate from where we are, if we are in that state, is going to work. So what if we actually work on the state that we're in? Not on the numbers and trying to figure that all, all stuff out. And wouldn't you know, it was like a six month journey into the depths and the rebuilding of the foundation and all this stuff. And when we were done, the universe was like, and here you go. And it literally felt like Guy and I had jumped to this other space time continuum where all this other shit that we would have been stuck in while trying to figure out cease to exist. And that's how basically we went into 2022 in that energy, instead of carrying that old paradigm and those old things that no longer served us. And that's all because in the same simple way that we have learned to use the awareness effect in here to create healing in here to create greater depths of intuition and knowing and certainty we use that same exact energy, put it on our business and finances and allowed it to blossom over there.
Here, here. Yeah, and, and again, just to kind of harp on it again, it's like that was our path to neutrality, right? Even if there was, you know, there like uh, in, at the end of 2016 and early 2017, Elon and I transitioned away from being uh, top earners in an affiliate company where we were, you know, earning north of 150 to 200 grand a month to doing what we're doing now, thinking that at that time, like, yeah, we'll just transition, our followers will follow us, we'll start this coaching company, which is what we've really always wanted to do. And we really thought we're like, oh, three months, like this thing will turn around. And it's been a four year rebuilding journey as if we started our business from scratch. Right. Like everything we did in the beginning, nothing worked. Like it was just a complete and utter failure, you know? I mean, we had clients and stuff like that, but like nothing close to the vision that we thought would happen out the gate. And so there was a heavy investment coming in with very little ROI on the back end of it, like most startup businesses, right? Like we had to figure out our paces. What was our new branding? What was our messaging? Who are we really talking to? How are we really serving them? Like these are things that you could sit and think about and try to game plan for until you're blue in the fucking face. But like, at the end of the day, like alignment is alignment. Like, like Elon said, you know, I, I, I've shared it a lot. If you guys go back to the podcasts from like middle of summer, all through 2021, hardest emotional time of my life, like, like true panic and terror. And, and like the business was very reflective of how I was feeling internally and was like exacerbating and, and, and intensifying what I was already feeling inside. Uh, we used to say this all the time, but when we were doing $150,000 of, of ad spend on Facebook every month, and we had lots of business clients that would ask us, you know, how do you create a successful funnel? How do you, you know, scale into that kind of company? And I would say, well, this is gonna, not going to be the answer you're looking for, but I'm going to tell you the truth. We can run the same funnel for that amount of money in January and barely scrape by making enough profits to recover our investment. Or the month after we can make 10X our investment. And the only difference that I can see is my mood. Same funnel, same business practices, same everything. And this is before we were even doing energetic practices. I was just like, it's my mood. And that to me has always created a lot of pressurization in my system because I've seen this throughout my life is when I'm in a bad mood, life, reflects that like I start having much harder circumstances to deal with and then it's like harder to get out of that energetic loop because that has momentum just yeah. like when you're in a really good space and you feel like everything you touch is turning to gold that too has momentum like there's a reason when we watch sports and one team is way way up and then a play happens and you hear the commentator go oh a momentum swing and then you suddenly see the other team just like take off why because everybody is going through this energetic swing so we are manifesting reality together again sport analogy when somebody says this guy's at 47 out of 47 kicks hasn't missed one and right as the announcer says it he misses it why because he's like that announcer in a, in that moment is orating to millions of people all over the world and those millions of people start thinking about the improbable together and so the improbable becomes probable like it's a cultural uh, community manifestation that's occurring. And how often do we see that in sports? Why? Because we're all participating in how reality is showing up. And so it, that's true, again, for the people in your life and for the team of people that you keep around you, that has an energetic momentum and resource that's driving your life in one direction or the other. You guys know if you spend a lot of time with people in your life who you think are negative or who gossip negatively about you or other people in your life and you do the same with them, like where is life going to go? 
for you. That's how you're investing your awareness. That's where you're putting your attention. That's where you're putting your energy. You're resourcing negativity. It's not bad or wrong, but that's the outcome of that. And so if you don't take responsibility for it, and you don't see that you're actually sourcing it, and people who are uh, not as aware, again, not knocking them, just saying just, you know, not as aware, they don't see that connection. They don't see the cause and effect of that. They think that like they're this arbitrary being in this world and that God is one way or another and either loves them or doesn't love them. And because of that life is this way, they don't, they don't see that they're participating, right? Like I, I truly believe like my next big, big step is like trust and faith and spirit. It's a really big edge for me to like not be the problem solver, but to like literally dissipate my concerns into the greater spiritual field and be like, this thing is full of resource and abundance. I don't have to figure this motherfucking thing out. And honestly, it has shown me that yeah. so many times in my life. And every time I'm like, there it is. And then a week later, I'm like, there it is. And I go right back into this right contraction, back. right back into this contraction, even though from plant medicine and so many spiritual experiences that I've had, it has, it has given me enough evidence to last lifetimes. But these parts, and that's just how we need to recognize, these parts in us are so strong and are so committed to the reality that they know that they will fight tooth and nail in the face of surmountable evidence. And by the way, we're seeing that all over the world right now with COVID. Like, if you want to understand, like, what is this time for? Why is there so much craziness out there? Why? Because society at large is looming this way to mirror to you what's actually going inside of your system. This is what's actually happening inside of your system day by day. There is all this evidence of beauty and gorgeousness, and yet this reptilian part is so afraid and so uh attached to this way of being and it hasn't evolved beyond that that it just goes right back into it regardless of what it sees regardless of what's out there and that's what elon was pointing to before he said you know i, I showed him this thing i'm sure many of you guys have heard this there's this like a uh, viral sound that's going on uh, online and it's one sound but 42 percent of people hear the word yanny and then 42 percent of people hear the sound laurel and for the people who hear Laurel, the Yanny people sound like they're fucking insane. And for the people who hear Yanny, the Laurel people sound like they're fucking insane. Me and my wife, for some reason, heard Yui, so I don't know what, where that puts us. I guess we're, we're the extra insane. Um, but I, I, you know, I sat around after I, I saw this and I kind of figured it out. And I want to share this with you because with you it's important. And this is something we're going to put like as a fundamental thing in our, the beginning of our programs. Because what we want to start identifying is, is that what we're doing in reality to each other, where we keep trying to agree upon what's real, is such an absurd thing. Like the gift of everyone having a different perspective is that it's actually opening up our aperture wider and wider to all the different aspects that reality has. If anything, a different varied point of view should be like, oh my God, there's this whole other lineage in reality that this person is experiencing that I'm not. Maybe I should get interested in that. Maybe there's some potential energy and possibility in that for me, right? This is just like the 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 gold dress, yeah, the blue dress that everyone knows too. But just so you guys understand, this little clip of audio, if you put it into an app or software on your computer and you change the pitch to a slower pitch, you too will hear Yanni. And if you increase the pitch to a higher pitch, you will then hear Laurel. It's it's a it's a pitch trick. It's not even a trick. But the point here is, is that like your mind 
based on some fundamentals from your past or how your biology is set up, listens to sounds and and will um, filter based on a certain pitch. And that's what separates people from hearing Yanni or Laurel, even though it's the same sound. It's just pitch. Now, you, that's behind your consciousness, which is why this threatens people and messes with them so much. But I'm giving you the explanation. That's how it works. It's just pitch. So if your mind in that split second of listening to that sound is picking a pitch that it likes more than something else, it basically means it's choosing a part of reality that it wants to filter. And it's completely filtering out this part of reality. Would it be so shocking to think that it's doing that every second of every day to so many levels of reality and that what one is experiencing is not false reality but a different pitch so another way frequency or vibration of reality that their particular system is tuned to that yours is not akin to listening to radio in your car where you're just picking a different channel all the channels are available all the time, but that antenna is picking a particular frequency to listen to. That is what we are. An antenna. That's what we are. You are an antenna that is programmed for a particular frequency or pitch of reality. If you want your life to change, if you want to experience abundance differently, the abundance you're at right now, the life that you're at right now, that's the pitch and frequency that you're tuned to. And that's why trying to change what's happening out here doesn't matter because all the frequencies are out here. But the frequency that you're experiencing is attuned to your particular antenna. So the shift is look inside and then change what the antenna is tuning itself to. And that's the effect that awareness has because what it ultimately does, again, is bring you to a more energy rich neutral point of potentiality zero point energy look it up what einstein talked about and from there your potential for possibility completely changes it's like going back to on uh, the monopoly board it's like you just passed go you just collected 200 dollars. now what are you going to do with it but you got to go back to the beginning of the board and pass go to get that money to go do something on the board but if you just keep moving in the same direction on that same pitch and frequency you already played that game. You know how it works. If you want it to shift, then you got to learn how to work with your system. And this is really the difference between doing this kind of work and doing work that is like just working harder to try to get ahead. You're going to get ahead, but in the game that you're already playing, and it's going to be like that, you're still going to play the same games. It's going to be slight variations. If you want to play a completely different game, you got to learn how to work the frequency in your body. Yeah, I mean, uh, people are just commenting for those that are uh, not able to do this live with us. <clears throat> and someone is pointing to the surrender experiment and someone mentioned the word surrender before. And, um, you know, we've all read these things. There's a very big and I mean, like monumental difference, like, you know, when they said men are from Mars, women are from Venus, like that big of a difference between reading something and understanding something. And then having the experience of that something or wisdom to apply it. I'm going to tell you right now that humans surrender is one of, if not the most difficult thing for humans to do. People always say like, oh, I'm such a control freak. I won't be able to do that. Oh, I'm such a control freak. I won't be able to do that. 
Let me break it to you. Everyone's a control freak. And what Guy was talking about, this brain of ours that can actually alter and choose which frequency it's going to listen to, that is a control. That is a subconscious control. You're not the one saying like, hey, brain, choose this frequency for me. Your brain is choosing that frequency. So if you actually start to think and go, okay, why? Why did my brain choose this? To perceive this. And by the way, we do this with our eyes. We do this with our everything. Every, every aspect of your five senses you are doing this with. And the best answer that I can share with you is because your mind is in a constant state of trying to protect yourself. Because it knows if it hears something that could potentially trigger a part of you that was really sad or embarrassed or felt like you didn't belong or weren't loved or weren't good enough or whatever it is, it's going to do everything in its power to make sure that you don't experience that as a reality in that moment. And so you're living in a world where the way that information is coming through, it's coming Then it gets distorted through your protection mechanism to try to help you avoid feeling that hurt, that sadness, that pain, that disappointment that you felt when you were three years old. And I don't care if you're 40, 50, 70, 80, this is what you've been doing your entire life. And now, as amazing as your life is, and I'm sure it is, can you start to maybe get at least interested and curious about how much of life you've actually been missing Mm. because your heart got broken when you were three. How many opportunities you couldn't even hear or see or bear witness to because you felt not good enough. As we learn to heal these aspects of us and release these things, you will be, your level of being able to be in life in a more peaceful, balanced, neutral place, right? Like when you read Michael Singer, The Surrender Experiment, I mean, there's certain parts of it that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And then you get to the end of the book. You're like, nope, can't do that. Nope, <laughs> I don't know how he did that. Right. Because he's a living, breathing experiment of practicing this. And like I said, we have both been given endless and endless and endless experiences and proof Proof in the pudding experiences like this works, this works. And we still go into default mode. So as you begin to tip these scales, you will live more from a place of that surrender. But understanding and talking about surrender, oh, surrender, yeah, surrender, yeah, I surrender, I surrender. Right. Right. Like it's a very, very different experience than, you know, how we brought this through. It's like through our business. Can you watch your business disintegrate like sand in between your fingers that you've built for 10 years 
and sit there and allow it to disintegrate without trying to move anything or change mm. anything or fix anything. Just literally allow it to. I was watching Dune uh, and there was this unbelievable line. Let me see if I can, because I, I think I saved it. Um, yeah. So listen to this quote. The mystery of life isn't a problem to solve, but a reality to experience. A process cannot be understood by stopping it. Understanding must move with the flow of the process, must join it and flow with it. Hmm. And as he's hearing this, like there's this scene where he literally lets go of the, the controls of this, this chopper thingy and the storm, this storm that kills everyone basically moves them above the clouds where like it brings them to a place of survival. But in order to do that, it was this complete and other like let go of controls. And I feel like that's what Guy and I did during the last six months of our business. We just let go of the controls. It's that same scene in Fight Club, right? It's like, why can't you just let go? <laughs> like, we're going to die. It's like, okay, so we're going to die. Just let go. So I know that I'm speaking to people that you've heard this before and this makes sense to you. And as you listen, because I can see in your comments, you you get it and it resonates. It probably sparks something in your heart and inside of you that you're like really excited by and like, yeah, these people are speaking my language and it feels like home. And here is my challenge to you. My challenge is that that level of belief that you understand this is actually what's keeping you away from fully experiencing it. Like that part of you that goes, oh, I know this already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know this. I've read that book. I know this. I get it. That part actually keeps you in a distance, the same way that it protects you from all these little parts. It actually is the one that's keeping you from going into the experience of fully surrendering and letting go. And just play with that. I... I still, because life keeps bringing us to our edges, right? Like the things I could let go and surrender to five years ago, which I thought were impossible today, seem like nothing to me. But that doesn't mean that what I'm coming up against now isn't just as challenging as it was before. Surrender is always this jumping out of a plane feeling. So I just want to offer that like if, you, if you're wanting to feel in your body what surrender can actually feel like, like the experience of it, not the knowledge of it or even the wisdom of it, but the felt sense experience of it, for that, you have to be able to willing and do the work. And this is not work that you can do on your own. Your system has a fail safe switch. It will never let you go to a depth of that level of surrender on your own. I don't care how much books you read. I don't care how much meditation you've done. 
I don't care if you were born like to enlightened parents. I don't care what. You cannot do this depth of surrender on your own. It's an impossibility. Your system will literally fry, like it will short circuit and bounce you out of the experience because it can't handle that much charge. And I actually think that's by design because we are one, we require each other. It's not a recommendation. Like we used to say, like, you, you kind of need somebody. You need somebody. It's a requirement for your system's healing to create healthy bonds and connections. It's biology. There, there's, there's no healthy baby on this planet that was left alone. We are, we are wired for connection. And so we, we you know, there's that line, uh, takes a village to raise a child. Besides the fact that we've completely forgotten about that, it, it, takes, it takes the same village to transform an adult and to raise that adult into a more conscious person. It is, it is not a one person job. There is certainly practices that you can do every day to cultivate more be, well-being in your life. Yeah. And we talk about this a lot here, healing, has to happen on every level of the human experience. There is our certainly our, our inner world, our self to self experience. There's also our self to another, right? Our spouses, the people close to you, friends and family. And then there's you in response to the group. And I promise you, if we looked at your life at every level, you learn development that way and you experience trauma in those places. And so you, your system requires a healthy amount of feedback and templating energetically because you learn just the way you did when you're a child there's some things that you learn because your parents said and there's some things that you learn because that's what you perceived reality to be it was a, in response to what the environment was giving off energetically and you you built certain trauma and certain gifts it goes both ways right you, you learn both from every from every experience and so if you want to make those changes it's why it's why we design our programs this way it's why we built our community this way because we understand that just the same way a child does a reach and respond, right? If you can, if you see young children, I have a three-year-old at home, I watched him do this for years. He runs up to you and he puts his hands up and he's looking, while he's reaching, he's looking for a response from the parent, an attuned, energetic, aligned, aware response. He wants to know that his presence matters to you. He wants your heart. Made me emotional to say that. And... <clears throat> And that is the same what you wanted from your spouse, from your friends. And then ultimately, when you got to school and your peer groups, you wanted to get in front, you wanted to perform or you wanted to say something that was meaningful and that moved people and that made people laugh. And then you get that connection, right? It's why do performers get on stage? Why do comedians make you laugh? They always talk about that because for that moment where everyone's clapping and everyone's laughing and everyone's joining together and you're the source of that, that it feeds itself. It's this beautiful, energetic you know, back and forth exchange that we have. And so if you think that you can just sit at home devoid of all that and heal yourself without retemplating at every level, it's just not how it works, man or woman. It's not how it works. I wish it did. I wish we could all sit at home and snap our fingers and just meditate all day long and it would work because then I would tell everyone, fuck, the last two years we would all be healed. <laughs> so sit at home, sit at home, be by yourself and, and work it out. But I know from personal experience, I there is a period of my life where I wasn't in like a real relationship, you know, it's dating and this and that, but like I wasn't with a loving person. And for those five, six years, I did a ton of work on relationships and me and relationships. Then I finally got in a relationship and everything I had learned went out the fucking window. And it was like, I learned none of it. Why? Because none of it was applied. 
understanding is understanding that's that's mental exercise that's you visualizing and seeing stuff wisdom is that understanding applied right it's the direct it's the direct experience it's the gnosis it's why when you talk to a child people talk down to children because they understand you haven't experienced that you can understand what i'm saying but you haven't experienced that i have a new philosophy at home you know like everybody worries about their kids and there's times where it's like please don't do that you're gonna hurt yourself now i'm like let him do that let him hurt himself why? Because I'm, I, I understand, like, I can say that I'm going to say that until I'm blue in the face for the next 15 years. And maybe saying that will protect him for 15 years. But on the one day I don't, he's going to fall and he's going to get hurt. But when he gets hurt, he's going to learn. Oh, I shouldn't have done that because Gnosis is going to give him the wisdom. Otherwise, he's just going to have daddy's understanding and daddy's traumas and all the things that I worry about and all the things mommy worries about. And that'll, that will form his perception of the world. I got to worry about those things, even if I've never experienced them. You know, again, like how many people in today's world and what we're going through, like had a deep fear of COVID. Then you go through, you're like, wasn't that bad for me? Right. And that like it will change your experience of it for better or worse. I understand people died and people have had some real trauma around this. Like I'm not I'm not negating that or taking that away. But like I had a twinge like this, like little vibrating fear in my system. But 2021 came around. No, 2020 November came around. I had COVID and I was like, OK, like I get it respect it don't worry about it but it it it, it freed me freed me because i went through the experience yep. not because i went around it not because i protected and put up walls and build moats and and again if you're in that space you're in that space right like that that's your experience you know so be it but like that's the thing like our, our wisdom comes from the courage to walk the path even when it's really uncomfortable not when it's just good but again going back to these support systems that will give you courage to walk through all of it the reason a fighter gets into the ring and has that belief in himself and that courage is because of people standing behind him 100 percent, 100 percent. the same reason why you know not that i love this part of it but like you go to the military and people form really strong bonds because they know that that person has got your fucking back and your life is dependent on them and theirs is dependent on you and that creates a kind of bond that can't replicate in the world outside of that environment so it's like, could you put yourself in a position where you are experiencing that energetically and spiritually and mentally in your life every single day? Painstakingly spent the last four years developing a community and a, and a I don't want to call it a system, but a path for people to get that kind of reflection in their life. Because we know that when people have transformative experiences and then they go share in an environment that can't receive them, that their transformation doesn't last. Because you are like there's a, a part of your biology that is looking for, hey, are you going to reflect my transformation back to me? Hey, are you going to reflect these new beliefs back to me? And then people don't. And it's and it, and it hurts your system like you, you go like, you know, it deflates your system. It contracts your system. You want to be able to speak into a community where you're like, we got you. We received that. Build that muscle as a foundation. Then you can go out into the world and it doesn't matter anymore. You know, when you see people who are really grounded out there saying things that to a lot of people trigger them but to that person's like eh. like you know thing why they built the foundation in the system like they they know themselves so deeply in that way it doesn't matter whether anybody reflects it or not that's just who they are and granted people who are you know uh, sociopathic in nature seem to have that but fall into a different category right this is that's not attunement that's a lack of attunement so yeah i just really want to uh, offer that to you guys i want to let you know if you love these conversations 
you're interested in this kind of work, you know, they tell you not to put guarantees on things, but here's the reality. Elon and I like guarantee transformation. Why? Because we know if you cultivate these practices, we've, we've never seen it not work out for people. The length of time in which you'll experience it with, we don't know. And we are, we're, we're not in control of that. We're not in control of what your system goes through as you go through these experiences. Like you have a divine intelligence that's connected to your frequency and your spirituality. And it, and it has its own timing and reason and things that are far beyond the capacity for me or Elon to ever understand or probably anybody else to really understand. Like that we don't know, but we do know if you walk this path, you're gonna start seeing a view and experience of reality yourself and others in a way that most wish upon a star to have, but honestly is the birthright of every single human being on this planet. And we get to see the magic of this unfolding in people's lives every day, including our lives. And so we know this to our bones that when this is applied, boom, like you are not going to recognize your life. You are not going to recognize your as lived experiences, experiences because the conditioning is going to fall away. And you don't know what your life is like without that conditioning. Not yet anyway, but you can find out. So if you want to play that game, you can certainly go talk to our team, ask them questions, go to soulsandseekers.com forward slash apply. That'll get you on a call with our, our onboarding specialist. You can answer your questions, let you know what we have, how we do it, how you can participate. Or if you're like, yeah, I'm fucking gung-ho. I'm ready to do this thing. Uh, we do have our next live event coming up in March 5th and 6th. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. And if you want to participate in that two-day intensive where Elon and I directly teach you how to gain these wisdom practices in your life, you can go to intuitivemind.live in your URL bar, again, intuitivemind.live and enroll in our ticket. And I would definitely uh, get on it as soon as possible because there's a uh, uh, increase in price that is looming. So you can get in there at the uh, at the cheaper price right now. Okie dokie. All right, y'all. Right, we love you. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation. We'll talk to you soon. Be well. Bye for now. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.